Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. You know, people always want to bring back old things. They want to bring back things to the way they used to be. You know, in Transformers, everyone wants to bring back G1 because, you know, G1 was everything good and everything else is what's bad. And if they just bring back G1 and then, you know, when people listen to music, they say the music I used to listen to when I was a kid was better. If they'd only bring that music back, everything good would be back because all this all this bad stuff is from, you know, after what I what I like, you know, people always want to say that kind of thing. And I say that because earlier this week, you know, I was at work. I was listening. Uh, when I work at my desk, I have, iHeartRadio on most of the time, you know, I might listen to a podcast or two, which gets really hard. Cause no one ever needs you till you're listening to something. You ever find that out? If you put headphones on your head, that's when everyone's going to bother you. But if you wait, a minute before you stick them in, no one's gonna no one's gonna come to you, you know. And so I got hit pause all the time, like what, you know, when they come in. So most of the time when I'm working, I have iHeartRadio on. After I listen to the few I really want to listen to each week, you know, each day after I've listened to uh, the ones from that day, I'm, I'm listening to iHeartRadio while I work because that way I, I don't have to pause um, music. You know, it's like it's just in the background, kind of keeping my mind from completely zoning out. You know. And I'm kind of a butthole about music. <laughs> I'm kind of a jerk about music. I'm, I used to be impossible being that when I was a kid, hold on a second. That was our, our uh, co-host seasonal aller- allergy. It's my mistake. I used to, when I was a kid, only listen, want to listen to stuff like Huey Lewis and Robert Palmer. And as I was getting older, stuff like CNC dance factory and stuff, you know, radio hits. And as I got older, you know, I was a teenager in the, you know, I entered high school in like fall of 92. So for those of you in the know, that should tell you exactly the the environment I walked into. And when you're a stupid, goofy, nerdy kid, a lot of times you end up magically listening to ministry and the misfits and stuff. (laughs) There's nothing you do is right. There is nothing you can do is right. <laughs> you know, Nirvana was the biggest band in the world at the time, but you were a poser if you listen to Nirvana. What can I listen to? And, you know, if you listen to anything else, you'd be mocked endlessly, endlessly and stuff. And it's funny, you know, I always say like when I, my younger days when I was into punk and industrial and all that, I'm a little older now and I'm like, wow, I was still just wearing jeans and a hoodie. I mean, they're darker colored and my hair was weird. I had hair. You know, 
when you're older, it's like, what pair of sneakers do I want from the shoe store today? But then it had to be, they better be skate shoes. Because <laughs> you're an individual, TM. You know, you are independent. Bought that shirt that says independent on a rack of shirts that say independent. You know, you're older, you can joke about these things. But I say that because when I got older, all I want to listen to is the music of my childhood again. You know, all I want to listen to is like old 80s radio most of the time. <laughs> so I'm at my desk and the two channels I get listened to the most are I Heart the 80s and another I Heart original, which is called Slippery When Wet, which is a really gross name, but it's 80s metal. And stuff, you know, I just really like from, you know, when I was a kid and going into middle school and stuff. All that stuff kind of died out when I was going into high school and all of a sudden everything was dark colored and sarcastic all the time. So there was that period in my 20s when that old 80s stuff was kind of ironic and you kind of laughed at it some. Somewhere in the 30s, actually about my late 20s, I was like, I don't even like R.E.M. Like I never did. I never even pretended to like REMs, don't get me wrong. But there's a point now where I can't even listen to a lot of that stuff I used to listen to because I just don't, I've heard it enough. I'm done with it. I, I get it, Trent Reznor. You're miserable in your mansion. You know, you're, guys, it's an act. You know, I, I'm just tired of stuff. I just want to listen to Hall of Notes <laughs> and, and old Motley Crue songs. So that's pretty much all I listen to anymore, you know, as an adult. And, you know, but the, the humor's not lost on me, the slight irony of how goofy it is in retrospect, you know. You know, you, you look at those old styles, that old stuff, and, you know, you can laugh at Motley Crue now because they're ridiculous. But at the time, it was serious business, you know. And, you know, I'm sitting there at my desk listening to that 80s metal station. I wish they would just say, I heart 80s metal or something, because when you say slippery when wet, you feel gross. So one of the, the shop guys comes bringing me some paperwork as I'm at my desk working. You know, needed a job. Something wasn't showing up in his little... The machines, you know, they pull up the jobs off of little folders off the network, and it wasn't showing up where whoever programmed it didn't do that last little save or whatever. You know, I was like, yeah, sure, put a problem, buddy. Let me fix that for you. Pardon me. Yes, seasonal allergies. I hear you. Seasonal allergies just came back from vacation, apparently. But, um... So I'm, I'm there working, and he hears... Iron Maidens, May I Play With Madness... I was like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's a old Iron Maiden song. And he's like, wow, are you really listening to that stuff? I'm like, yeah, I'm almost 40. <laughs> and he just kind of laughed because he got the joke. Like, you know, everyone knows, like, there's that point where you just stop. <laughs> he's met older people before. You know, he's like maybe 21, 22. He's done met like a 30 year old. He's like, I don't care. I'm going to listen to this old California Raisins tape. Cause it's all I really want to listen to. I don't care about Kesha or whatever Kesha does. <laughs> you know, you just, there's that point. Mu pop music's really meant for younger people, I think. Because I, most people I know, after about around 27, 28, it's just like, they stop. <laughs> they just kind of like, yeah, I don't care. I don't, stupid. And if there's like a new album they want, it's from an old act that they listen to when they're 16. But anyway, so he kind of laughs and I'm like, and I said that he walks off, and I'm just remembering when I was a kid. This was like the most baddest-ass song ever. May I Play With the Madness by Iron Maiden. And I'm remembering this um, laughing because there's this kid in my neighborhood named Chet. Chet is one of those names you kind of only 
meet someone named Chet in a rural neighborhood, like a more rural area, maybe like the South or Midwest or whatever. Like you go, you meet kids up in a more city-like setting. You're not going to meet a Chet too often, but you get to, you go out to some areas that's mostly fields and there's some suburbs or whatever and all their parents either work at those fields or nearby factories you're going to meet a chet or two or you did i haven't met a chet in a long time so maybe that's a maybe chet naming your kid chet is a lost art good <laughs> but this chet was he was kind of a jerk you know he's an older kid which of course when you're that's probably like in the fourth grade when you're in the fourth grade, the older kids seem like adults. You know, they 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 don't seem like kids anymore. You had that little thin, feathery mustache that all fourteen year olds have, where they're like, "Yeah, I got a mustache." And it's like, no, <laughs> you just look dumb. And um, you know, it was it was the '80s, of course. So he had sort of that feathered hair thing going on, and I don't mean feathered like whenever people say feathered hair in the '80s, they they talk. About about like Motley Crue or Poison or whatever. When most of us here in the South, when we sit here feathered hair, this might go, like I said, with some of you guys in the more rural areas. Or I guess just more, I don't think I've ever seen pictures of these dudes in like New York or whatever. If they existed, you know, please let me know. But this hair dude that was like parted down the middle and kind of long and a little when I say feathery, I don't mean like he teased it or whatever. It just kind of fluffed looking like, like Bo Duke needed a haircut. That, that haircut with the little 14 year old dirty lip mustache and the heavy metal t-shirt. This was a look that I've only seen in the South. Mind you, I never left the South at the time, but thanks to such modern advances like Facebook, or whatever, looking at pictures, pi people's pictures, not pictures, people's that weird i don't see him up north too much i see him i've certainly seen my share in places like ohio or kentucky or maybe even minnesota more areas where like it's more i don't know if rural is the right name just more sparse you know with those dudes <laughs> that one look and you're like wow that's some hillbilly looking dude but no this was a headbanger he listened to heavy metal, yo. And this kid was a, excuse me, <laughs> this kid was a, something of a badass. He, um, he let you know he was cooler than everyone else. And I guess his dad was like a plant supervisor or whatever, because his dad had a Corvette. He didn't have the normal pickup truck or average sedan or whatever, like everyone else in the neighborhood's parents had. He had a Corvette. And I remember not really giving a crap about cars, but the kids in the neighborhood that I played with in the neighborhood that I would play with would often come out to look at this Corvette and just go like, wow. I remember standing there, a few of my friends where they came and they just want to look at the car and they're like, wow. And I was staring there like, yeah, it's nice looking, I guess. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd just like any of you, I like to have a Corvette, but I'm not going to stand and just look at someone else's and go, wow. But these kids are wow. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, not much later, apparently his dad had a wreck because the wrecked Corvette was in the front yard and every, all the kids came by to pay to mourn. And there was Chet giving everyone the 411 on what had happened because, you know, Chet was there in the passenger seat. And he was like telling everyone, 
and he's like, and he's like, we're going fast. Dad lost control. We hit the stop sign. And all that damage from a stop sign. That's all I could think. Like, wow. Hurts me. <laughs> and uh, my brother was like, whoa, what'd you do? And he was like, I said, oh, shit. <laughs> and they all laughed. I was a little lost at this point. You know, because I'm like, I guess that was. Huh? <laughs> and he was just like, looked at everyone and went, what happens when you play with madness? Do you play with madness? And all of them like, whoa. Chet just, you know, quoted Iron Maiden in a life, life, daily life situation. Seriously, too. He said that seriously. Like, if you, if I said, hey, do you play with madness? He'd probably slap me and be like, you're stupid. But he was like that. And all the kids were like, whoa. And he caught me a look on my face. And I was like, uh-huh. And he was like, shut up. Get out of here, nerd. I was like, okay. <laughs> I just left. And he's like, go play Super Mario Brothers. And they're all laughing. I'm like, you always want to come to my house and play Super Mario. I'm the only kid in the neighborhood with Nintendo. How's that a joke? Bye, Chet. Here's stupid. <laughs> and, you know, uh, thing is, I'm pretty sure when I was a teenager, I said stupid stuff like that, too. Like, hey, is your head like a hole? You know, thinking you're deep. When you're just saying stupid crap. <laughs> you know, you, you hear these things and you're like, like you hear a, an old ridiculous song and you're like, man, you ever heard that song where a uh, sister Christian, everyone starts laughing and you stop and you go, wow, somebody's alive because of that song. Somebody's parents were just touched so much. <laughs> Maybe that kid Christian over there. But this is being awesome. The podcast about loving transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. I'm much air squeaky. You want to hear about that later. Squeak. Squeak. That was a long intro. But like I've said in the past, it's kind of... I don't know if it's really pointless to uh, introduce the show when the uh, show starts off. Squeak. With a... um, Brian beats the crap out of me, guys. He's going to be like, Rob, I told you to get another chair. He's going to come at me with a... You know those, like, leather belts that you put the buckle on? Not the ones that the buckles already built on. I've never had one like that, but I've always seen people with the where they bought new belt buckles. He's gonna leave the buckle buckle on and just whack me right upside the head with it, split me open with a steel chair. So I just went on for almost fifteen minutes about Chet because this is being awesome. The podcast about loving Transformers and knowing Chet. I'm Rob and I have a squeaky chair. This week in awesome guys, I kind of didn't prepare anything going in. Again, I've kind of kind of had a weird couple of weeks. I've been busy at work. Head in the clouds when I'm not doing important stuff. And I'm not saying my podcast's not important. Right now, I am totally staring at uh, some dust in the ceiling that I need to get. So what I thought I would do was I would dip into the Q&A pool and answer not one. Not two, but three questions from this week's pool of questions. Because you know what? Sometimes you just you just want to talk Transformers. And that's funny because that's the name of the group, Talk Transformers. That all these questions come from. If you use Facebook, and you probably do. And if you say you don't, we all know you've got a secret account that you, know, you don't want your friends knowing because it's just for talking to Aunt Sue. You should join talk transformers the best place 
on the internet to talk Transformers. And what we do there is, well, we talk Transformers. Kind of in the name. But every so often, and this is exclusively where I do this, I post up a thread with questions just so I can call up more content for this portion of the show. The cat is meowing under the door. She, she has her head underneath the door meowing. And she's told me, it sounded like she said no. So, that's distracting. And I'm already having a hard time staying on topic. I wonder if Chet has a cat. He's probably a big Tumblr guy now. I think so. Anyway, every so often I put up this thread looking for exclusive content for this show from an exclusive place to get it for this portion of the show. So if you want to participate in this portion of the show, go join Talk Transformers. Every so often I post up the thread looking for questions, looking for comments, looking for talking points. And sometimes... I need a lot more help with those talking points, so a week like this week, I'm going into more. So, this week's three questions, and I have mixed them up just to play with things. First off comes from Antoine Lewis, the first of the three. Antoine goes on to ask, if you had the opportunity to have an action figure made of yourself, would you do it? If so, how would you feel about about waking up, seeing yourself standing next to Transformers? And he made a smiley face emoticon. You know, I've never really thought about a toy of myself because I haven't done anything really worthy of having a toy made. If I was in like a movie or something, I could see that. But being just a regular squeaky, I'm trying to make it squeak. You guys hear that? Annoying the crap out of me. Now it's not squeaking out. I'm like trying to pick it up on the microphone. Now's your chance. Speak up, chair. Yep, see nothing now. And then I start talking. Anyway, but I've never done anything really to uh, deserve a toy made of me, Antoine. So I wouldn't, don't think I ever would have one. I mean, I guess if someone made one, I wouldn't mind having it. That'd be kind of cool. It'd be it'd be really weird to have a toy of me made that I didn't get. That like just someone made of me and put it on their mantle. Like, there's that Rob. Look at him there. Yeah. Got some pants on there, don't you, Rob? Some combat boots. This must be age 18 version of Rob. Yeah. Slippery when wet, aren't you, Rob? You know, so I don't I don't know. Although waking up and seeing them would be odd because I don't have any toys in my bedroom. All my all my Transformers are in their own room, in this room where I put them all in with my computer and stuff. So if I woke up and saw Transformers, I was like, well, I guess I passed out in here. Which fortunately hasn't happened. I have fell asleep a lot of times in my chair in my living room, but not in here. Although I've had house guests and they've slept in here. I have a futon. And every time I know I have guests, I have to clean up in here some because between guests, crap ends up getting piled up on the futon. Right now there's a whole lot of extra crap where I was going through some boxes and didn't put them away right and end up just putting a bunch of crap over there. But I've had guests and they slept on it and I'm pretty sure it's a nice place. It's nice in here. Nice and cool. Kilby says it sounds like I'm in a vacuum when I'm in here, which is perfect because there's no a lot of outside noises, I guess, unless I'm being extra noisy or something and making some. So probably would be a nice place to sleep, wake up. There's me standing next to my toys going, ah, back hurts. Back hurts because I slept on a futon. That should be a feature they put on futon boxes, like, Folds out into a bed and it makes a good... It's a couch and it folds out into a bed. Guaranteed to make your back hurt. 
Every single futon I've ever slept on has featured that. Middle of your back will hurt no matter where how you sleep. And there goes that chair again. So picking up. I don't see it on the waveform, so maybe not. So y'all just going to be listening like, why are you talking about, you Looney Tunes? Now, I guess if I had a toy of myself made next to my Transformers and I woke up and here I'd be like, wow, my back hurts. There's a toy of me. Was I, I didn't know I was in a movie. But thanks for your question, Ed. <laughs> next question comes from Daniel Collins. Where do you think the Transformers line will go after Power of the Primes? And he actually used the initials to say Power of the Primes. So it was P-O-T-P. So for a minute there, I thought I was reading, where do you think Transformers line will go after Pudup? And I figure after Pudup, it'll just stay there on the ground because, you know, you got to pick it back up. But the neighbors are arguing downstairs. I don't like my neighbors. They're loud. But what? In your head. Can you guys hear them? I just hear them go, in my head. Another day, I, wife and I went out to her car and we were going to go get her oil changed. And he was outside walking the dog in his house robe. And as he walked past, I discovered all he was wearing was a house robe, robe because it's all more than I wanted to see. Now yeah, it was gross. Just going to get the oil change and want to see your uh, not jerk. But uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Daniel. Honestly, it's hard to pick because I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have guessed Power of the Primes when you're, when you're talking to me, what would happen, you know, how they would have came up with that gimmick being a combination of pretenders and power masters, you know, and of course everybody's going to say it's a power master, but we all know it's kind of a combination there. And I guess it's fair enough to call them power masters, but I kind of wouldn't mind them seeing, seeing them without much of a gimmick for a while. I am a. I've said a few times here before, and I know other people's heard it mentioned that I'm I'm in the camp of thinking the Cyberverse cartoon will be kind of G1-y. I don't mean as in a restart of G1 or anything. I just think it's going to have that kind of more traditional look to it. And I mean, you know, you look at any of the licensed merchandise just starting to come out, there's all those Optimus and B designs that are classic yet a little different looking. So I can't help, I just can't help but think like there's a good chance of that. And if they did something like that, I would think instead of a line-wide gimmick, they would have individual gimmicks. Like, I can remember 90s Batman toys. Like, here's Batman with a um, water squirter. Or here's Batman who has a batarang. And the batarang was, like, on a stick. And he, tw and he, he twisted a knob on Batman's back. And he spun his hand around it. Spun the batarang around. Stuff like that. Like, uh, like sword slashing Perceptor, water squirting Grimlock, and color change Nemesis Prime. You know, that, that's what I kind of, you know, I don't foresee, I know he says, what do you see coming? But he says, like, what do you think will come? And that's not at all what I think would come. But just outright guessing what would be cool to follow that all up. Because, you know, he had... Combiner Wars, we got Titans, which are, you know, Headmasters, Micromaster combinations. And now we got, coming up, Power of the Primes, which is Power Masters and Pretenders combined. I think just the straight action figures for a while would be probably right up everyone's alley. You know, and of course the generation stuff would probably, I'd imagine, just be more classic style figures. I hate the term chug, it's just stupid. Uh, classic style figures 
just really uh, nice ones of those without any particular gimmick. Maybe they'll be packaged with comics or whatever. And as my home piece aunt on TFU had said, he um, noticed revolutionaries on that box that said the revolutionaries line. And they said that kind of sounds like a ongoing line to him. And you know what? Thinking about it now that I'm talking, you know, I just mentioned play features for the kids line for the cartoon. But for generations, it, what if they did just kind of kind of drop generations and just said revolutionaries and made it like a hodgepodge of G.I. Joe and Transformers and the other figures would be like G.I. Joe type figures and maybe they have more of those uh, micro machine style figures of the Micronauts. And even though they're Micronauts toys, they'd have that revolutionaries logo on the top and they'd just be in blind bags or on cards or whatever like micro machines are for Star Wars. What if they did that with Generations? That'd be kind of neat. Just kind of straight-up classic-style figures of the Transformers guys mixed in with Joes and action figures of the other characters. I think that would be cool, actually. And then the kids' line could be all gimmick-filled and just have a bunch of play features because, you know, kids like to play with their toys. What a shocker, I know. I mean, I, I can't fathom thinking what it would be like a kid playing with their toy. I know I sure didn't use Thunder Punch He-Man with those bottle those a uh, cap gun caps you put in his backpack and make him spin around and make a punch and go clap with the thing that wasn't a play feature you know I, I didn't have any gimmicks like that or color changing zartan or superpowers superman where he squeezes his legs together and he punch you know there was no play features and toys i had when i was a kid that i liked or anything but i think maybe they might try doing something like that for the kids as a gimmick that following up the newest wars with more of an umbrella brand. I think that would be cool. That's what I would like to see. Now, if it's what happens, who the crap knows? But there's a dark side. But I, uh, that's what I think I'd like to see. Now, I'm going to answer one more question. I'm going to call it a Dizzy. That's what we say, us cool dudes. We call things, uh, I'd say shizzy and hizzy. It lets people know I'm I'm real. Because I'm from the streets. I mean, my house was on a street. I never really got that when people say I'm from the street. And it's like, well, of course, the hotel, the hospital you were born, I said hotel, the hospital you were born at is on a street. I guess some people can be from the road. Does anyone go, I'm from the road. I know what it's like because I'm from the road. Man, I'm from the highway. Hmm. Something to think about. But my next and last question comes from my home piece, Insane Galvatron. He goes on to ask, Hey Rob, what do you think of Safety Megatron? Would you buy it if it were released? Every time I hear it brought up, people say they would get it. Do you think they only want it because it was never released? Like if it had been released, would they hate it simply because it wasn't the right colors? Because right now it's sim desirable, but now it's simply desirable because we can't have it? Question mark. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, Insano Galvatrano. <clears throat> I totally would, and I wanted one at the time. Uh, for a little hindsight for some of you who don't know what I'm talking about, either you were young or too young to know, or you just weren't in trans into Transformers at the time. Um, during the early 2000s, commemorative reissues of the G1 guys were all over the place. Tr I almost said Transformers, Takara, Hasbro, all in one word. Wow. Takara, you know, had theirs going on for a while, and they're really popular, and Hasbro got in on the train, releasing them at Toys R Us as well. And 
was, I guess, BotCon 02. See, they're not all big blur for me because I cherished my time there, so I remember which one is which. But, kidding. <laughs> but, um, I think it was 2002, and the reissues were just kind of starting to come out, you know? Like, uh, they were doing them, like, kind of small batches at first. Like, the first batch was Optimus, Ultra Magnus, and Hot Rod, you know? And there wasn't a whole lot of them. You kind of had to be there when the toy got there and jump on it, you know. And after a while, they started coming out with more frequency. And you really had to, like, you didn't really have to look too hard. They were everywhere, you know. But I think it was that BotCon when uh, at the Hasbro panel, Aaron Archer brought up, I think someone asked him about it. And they brought up G1 Megatron. And he's like, we can't release it because it looks too much like a real gun. We'd have to make it orange and blue, because, you know, toy guns are always orange and blue, so there's no mistaking them for real guns. And, you know, he showed the picture of their mock-up or whatever for that gun Megatron, if they could release it, and it was orange and blue. And he said, we're thinking about, we thought about this, and we'd call it our Lava Bath Megatron. And it would look like, uh, you guys remember the end of Heavy Metal War, when Megatron and the gang were dumped into the lava to kill them because they, I guess, thought a lot heavy metal war was going to be the end of G1. Because, you know, G1 Optimus never just killed Decepticons. That never happened. He, he wasn't bloodthirsty or anything. He just chucked him in the lava. And um, Megatron at the end was like, no! <laughs> and he was obviously hot, <laughs> you know? So I think he's supposed to represent that lava bath as opposed to the ones he just went to some uh, hipster spa to get a lava bath and acupuncture. Like, I want a relaxing day. Just stuck, stick a bunch of needles in my face and pour lava on me. Oh, man, this feels good. You know, uh, I don't get acupuncture. <laughs> hey, I'm, I, I, you need to relax. Just lay on your back and let me, a complete stranger, shove a bunch of needles into you. You're right. I feel so much better now. Could be something in this tea, though. I think it's the tea. Anyway... <laughs> That was going to be Lava Beth Megatron. And I think shortly after, Aaron Archer had even said, like, it was too close to a gun to be even released like that. Because if you've never held a original G1 Megatron, it's pretty on the money. That's a gun. You know, it's even kind of weighty like a real gun would be. Not as heavy as an actual gun, but you're like, wow, a toy gun feels light. This does not. Like, this could be legitimately confused for a gun. And the orange cap was not going to fool anybody. So... The whole orange and blue thing was their attempt, and even then it was like, this is still a gun. You just spray-painted a Glock and walked into a jewelry store. But yeah, I really wanted it at the time, because one, you know, my G1 Megatron was an old vintage one, you know, that I'd pieced together out of pieces. It'd have been nice to have a uh, nice Megatron that was, like, held together in its joints, because Megatron's original toy is not a good toy. It's, um... It's all clunky looking. I I guess some people really like it. I've always been kind of let down by it because it was like I never saw the toy itself except in gun mode till a certain age. And I was like, wow, that is not what he looks like on the show. Why is the barrel there? He's got a very oddly placed barrel. <laughs> but you can move his gun barrel around and mount it on his chest like it does in a cartoon, but still not the same. But he's very awkward looking. But being how awkward it is the way he's put together, his joints are super loose, usually when you get one. So having one that was all nice and tight jointed and all that was a cool idea to me. 
Because, you know, at the time I was still... My idea of a disposable income wasn't that much different than what my pre-not-so-disposable income was. So, being underemployed and underpaid, that version that would have been at Toys R Us for like 30 bucks or 40 was a whole lot more doable. So, I was totally up for it, and I thought the colors were rad. I, I, I'm not one of these guys that needs G1 repeated all the time. I like when they do different things with them and all that. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. When, when they came out with classics, like, oh, cool, that's awesome. Really nice updates of the original guys. But they are still different, you know, uh... They were updated versions, not just sl slavish recreations of the original toys. And so when they... Orange Megatron, I was like, yeah, that's so neat looking. I honestly thought it was neat looking. I still think it's neat looking. If you ever can find a picture of it, you'll see it's kind of cool. So yeah, I totally would have. But a lot of people, I think it is because they can't have it. Because as... You go on any group or message board or whatever, the fandom in mass these days... Wants these masterpieces and chugs. They want G1 replicated. And that's totally cool. Because I like my G1 stuff too. And you know, last time I checked, Cup wasn't a headmaster. You know. So, there, it's still different. You know. So, I'm, I'm still happy. I'm still having fun. But a lot of guys want those uh, reproductions. Perfect G1. Perfect. So, I don't know if it was released now. If it'd be as popular. Because people are like, dude. Where's this go on my shelf? I don't remember the episode in G1 where he was orange. I don't remember no lava bath in G1. When did he ever get thrown into lava in G1? I don't... Uh, and then I'd be laughing in the corner. Just like I was when people were like, What do you mean? Bruticus holding shockwave. That never happened. Where does that go on my shelf? It's like, where, where do all the accurate stuff is? But... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he'd be as popular for release today. Although I do think there'd be... You know, a lot of, there'd be, you know, there's a lot of legitimate, when I say legitimate, as in these guys who want, like, specifics, like, they want that, they'll collect the old European guys and they want the best collections or whatever, and having a toy that was never for release is just mouthwatering for dudes like that. So I can imagine a lot of guys really want it because it was never released, because it's just, there's a cool factor right there. And then for guys like me, who's been around forever, you know, it's like, yeah, it'd be cool to finally have that. And, you know, not to mention, it's like, I, I would have bought it then. Of course, now, hopefully it'd be affordable, because, man, gee, I'm playing with the toy. Sorry. <laughs> you, ever, you ever play with one of your Transformers, and you accidentally knock the wing off or something, and you're, like, trying to snap it back on, but you're recording a podcast? Click. <laughs> Oop, bump the mic stand. Um, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> You guys want to hear about Chet some more? I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm so cloudy these days. There, I got his wing back on. But, um... <laughs> I'm laughing at myself for being such a turd. But, duh, that was a great question. Uh, I almost called you your real name. Galvatron, thank you for asking it. Oh, and, and I just hit the modem. With, I'm putting the toy down right now. I have caused enough anarchy. Really mild, white bread anarchy that I have caused. But that was a great question. I really... I like I like I like giving the thought to think about that orange Megatron some more. I would love to get that. It'd be cool to actually have it. Not because it never came out for me anyway, but just because like wow, it's an orange Megatron. <laughs> and you know that'd been the only time they make it. So later on, you show someone they go, 
W2F is that? And then you show it to me, like, man, go, go figure. And they say Hasbro and yada. And like, you guys are new, huh? <laughs> yeah, it goes on that shelf, I guess. I <laughs> but thanks for his question. That was an awesome one. Also, thank you, uh, Ant and Daniel. Those are good questions, too. I'm, I think I'm going to just stop and <laughs> bring this one home. Because at this place, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've had a really crazy past couple of weeks at work. So when I'm not working, I'm just sort of mind farty because I'm just like, I don't have to think right now. So I'm not going to. So when I try to do something, it's like the other day I brushed my teeth by accident with lotion because I have a bottle of lotion there for dry elbows and crap. And it's right there by my toothbrush on my shower. And next thing I know, I was like, well, this toothpaste tastes horrible. So I put lotion on my toothbrush. It's that man smelling kind too, you know, the men's lotion where it smells cologne Sure, my breath smelt probably horrible because I ate like tacos before. But if I had fresher breath and I brushed away, but wow, your breath smells like a sexy man. Sexy. Or sexy, whatever, geez. <laughs> but pff, I've actually got to get my crap together. I've got a meeting in the morning and I'm going to be sitting there like, oh, yes, sir. And uh, ever play with a fidget spinner? I think I'll bring it. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for your questions. And hey, everybody, go join Talk Transformers if you want a really good place to talk those there Transformers. And while you're there at Talk Transformers, be on an eye out for when I post up this thread again. You know, it comes when it comes. I like to surprise everybody. I usually give people a heads up when this is my last question. You know, last question. That's exactly how I say it. So there's usually a heads up here, but keep go join. Enjoy the best place to talk Transformers. And as a side note, as a DVD extra, occasionally there'll be a thread for me looking for stuff to put on this point of the show. Well, guys, being awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun and talking 20 minutes about some guy named Chet. It's part of the Radio Free Cybertron family shows. And you can find every single one of us at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes. And while you're there... Please check out those Amazon links. It's just an easy way to help support us by doing nothing more than shopping at Amazon. Speaking of doing nothing more, I'm Rob. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoboRobSpringer. And since you're using the internet, please check out my personal site, ZoneBase.org. That's ZoneBase.org. Guys, I'm going to get out of here. and I've got like half an extra most bestest. And there I went to Little Caesars earlier to get me and the wife some dinner. Want to eat the rest of that. You guys ever have the extra most bestest? It is wonderful. Like, you know, the regular hot and ready pepperoni is good enough. That's what I always get because I, I like it, you know. I have to always tell people, I always get that. Why? Same reason you do, man. It's five damn dollars. <laughs> you have to explain to someone why you bought a five dollar pizza. It's five dollars. Shut up. <laughs> that and I, I just legitimately like it. And the extra most bestest is a dollar more and has extra cheese and extra pepperoni. Well, I'm sold. I will totally give you one more dollar for a little more of that bestest action. So I'm going to go do that. Well, guys, thanks for listening. And check out Zone Base. I don't know how to end this. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye. Beat, beat, beat. I was being awesome. The podcast, blah, 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 blah. That's what you're going to hear in just a second. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Yeah, I'm
세나이대쇼정원수농빈시알댕탱타구도래김주나와진카라소이내가만있을까이가만히됐습니다이뽕뽕아주비켜스티스보이스타일레디내가이모토가자가자가자가자 Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today, and don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save. 